beautiful. Yeah, it's totally beautiful. Hi, Yessie. How are you today? I'm so good. Yeah. It's um, yeah. It's it's not even noon here in California, so I'm yeah. like still on like the morning grind. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Uh, you know, I say it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood uh, these days. Uh, this is just what I default to. It is nice. It is nice. I actually went for a walk, uh, 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 went to the dispensary and uh, I was like, Hey, I'm right next to my barbershop. Let's go over there. Uh, yeah. Looking I, nice and, and cleaned myself. up. Thank you. You Thank look good. You. Thank you very much. Um, you can feel free to compliment me as like, as much as you like, and <laughs> I'll do the same. You look adorable today, Yezzy. So good to be with you. Thank um, you. I actually so, like put myself together to like, because I was like, oh, I'm going on Dan's stream. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm, thank you. You didn't have to do that for me. I'm just, you know, it's just me, but hey, <laughs> Yezzy, we've invited you here in the spirit of building leftist unity strength and power in the same spirit. Thank you again for being willing to come on and share your stories, share some life tips. And then, uh, and of course, we got the questionnaire there towards the end. And uh, cool. and we can also allow you to ask ask me any questions. Uh, and uh, and may maybe if there are any questions from chat, you can feel free to keep your eyes on them. And uh, uh, and or, or we'll do that at the end is what I mean to say. So, okay. Sounds good. Um, all right, let's get right to it. So what I'd love to do is actually before the where are they now, I just want to like get right to uh, just the small stuff. How do we know each other? I think it's because of Kenzo, Kenzo's show. We've had you on Pardon yeah. the Ignorance and now it's Meet the Left. Um, you're one half of the Hot Girl Agenda. We were just listening to your interview, uh, your, the, your most recent interview that you, you posted and it was hilarious so and great. Yeah, I'm sad I didn't catch the whole thing. Oh, she tried... Oh, you dressed up for the chat, not me, Yessie? Oh, I get it. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> okay, that's nice of you. Yeah, uh, they're 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 a tough bunch, but they're going to be very nice to you. Isn't that they're right, chat? Nice. Yeah, be nice to me. I'm baby. Be nice. <laughs> All right. So we know each other because of Kenzo's show. Um, mm -hmm. Let's go ahead then and give you a little chance to give yourself the shout out. What uh, what's your what's your story? What do you do? Where can people find you? Yeah, totally. Um, so my name's Yessi. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, like Dan mentioned, I am half of the Hot Girl Agenda podcast, Hot Girl Agenda pod with um, Rara Imler. Um, I am also uh, an organizer here in San Diego, California, where I'm based. I'm with San Diego DSA. Mm. I'm our uh, Met Branch uh uh, co-chair. Um, and yeah, uh, you can find me personally online, um, at stolen velour underscore. Um, yeah, that's stolen velour underscore on Twitter. Um, and yeah. Awesome. Awesome. You're based and you're based out of San Diego. You said San Diego, San Diego. Yeah. I was just talking to leftist Lorax. He's in San Diego. Is that right? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Are, uh, are you're not a vet though, are you? Are, are you a no, left flank I'm not. vet? All right. Nope. Um, so actually, let me make sure I pull up my questionnaire here. Uh, but 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 perfect. How about we move on then? We could talk about where you are now. Uh, mm -hmm. any like current projects, whether they're professionally, you can uh, talk about that a little bit more, or you know, be that leftist related. If you want to talk more about your work with the DSA or any other organizations uh, uh, that you work with. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what, you want to dig into any of that? Tell us more about yeah, any of those? Totally. It. So, um, let's see, uh, on the like more professional front, um, I work in border, uh, border rights and advocacy. So I work for an organization, uh, that, 
uh, called the Southern Border Communities Coalition that does a lot of really important work challenging uh, the militarization of our southern uh, border region. Um, and right now we are working on just letting people know like what's been going on in the in the southern border region. It is not a crisis like people are talking about in the media. It is a very different situation than what the media is uh, showing you. We have tons of organizations on the ground that are supporting the migrants who are seeking safety right now. Um, and we're just trying to make sure that everyone from, you know, regular people who don't live in the borderlands to, you know, the state understand that we don't need more uh, militarization. We need uh, things that revitalize our communities, not further militarize them. We need access to health care. We need access to green jobs. We need um, support for uh, helping people with uh, dignity and uh, respecting their rights. Um, so you can learn more about that at um, southernborder.org. Um, as far as my personal uh, organizing work goes, um, with DSA, we are we're getting ready for a convention just like everybody else. Um, our our leadership council is in uh, full swing trying to uh, figure out the logistics for um, getting our delegates together and you know um, our subcommittee for the convention is going to be presenting to all of our branches on how they can get involved. So it's super exciting that the convention is way more accessible this year um, since it's, it'll be virtual. Um, okay. Sorry, I was just yeah, I was just just saying okay, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 This is yeah, my yeah. sort of like my first uh, year in like DSA actually getting and trying to get involved. So I'm, I might I might ask more about that. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and then um, yeah, just uh, finishing up my term as branch uh, metro branch chair and and figuring out what to do next wow. after that with with the chapter. So that's what I'm working on. That's fascinating. Let's talk more about your experience. Um with uh with with organizing and and uh, and and being in in a in a socialist organization yeah i'm i'm going to butch the butcher the quote here but it was i was just reading in my dsa the mailer that they just sent out i was like oh this is cool like uh, literally a day after i was complaining that my $5 didn't get me any emotes they sent me like something <laughs> in the mail and i'm like oh sick so i was reading it today and eugene debs um says oh i'm going to fuck it up i it, it uh, a socialist without an organization is a uh, is, is is a conundrum. It's 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 it it doesn't make sense, mm. right? So, yeah. um, uh, you've you've been involved with DSA. It seems like for a while because you're a chair, and I'm I'm assuming that just doesn't happen automatically. Um, yeah, you don't just get to walk in. And yeah. then <laughs> so, talk about that. How how did you get like? Why did you get involved in DSA? Uh, 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 how did you find it? I, I, I went to a, a general chapter meeting just a couple weeks ago in Chicago, 350 people. It was a little too much for me. Maybe I just, I need to like get involved in smaller meetings or figure out what, how I fit into the organization. And that might take some legwork, but, um, I don't know with that. Uh, what do you think? Uh, uh how did you get into the organization? Uh, what do you, what, what are you doing over there? How, yeah. What can people learn from you? Yeah, so I I joined DSA I think in 2017. So I've been in for a little bit now. Um, I've served in in some national roles as well as local leadership roles in my chapter. In in that time, um, I've served as delegate for a convention, um, the 2019 convention for my chapter. Um, and the way that I got involved was uh, was just by showing up. 
Um, I, uh, I, I went to a, a branch meeting or at that time it was just the chapter and, and it was really overwhelming. Um, but yeah. I stayed after and I just talked to someone or I just like, was like, Hey, can I ask you about like what's going on? Um, and p- folks are super nice. Folks are like super, yeah. super nice in the, in the, uh, in the chapter and in the organization in general. So if you ask somebody like they'll definitely help you out, I think. Okay. But it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. Yeah. The whole Robert's rules of order and how the whole thing is run. And uh, in, it felt like we were voting on things. I'm like, I'm voting on stuff. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, I just, uh, if I'm going to be a part of that organization, I want to make sure I'm informed. And it, it just feels like I'm starting from scratch uh, in many ways. And that's okay too. Like, um, I think going to working group meetings is way better because they're okay. more informal and they're smaller. Um, and, and, and folks will, will have more time to talk to you about the ins and outs. And, and, and that's how I got involved. I Beautiful. think I went to like a, a socialist feminist, uh, caucus meeting and, and everybody was super nice there. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got planted into the organization a little, like got my feet wet, you know? Um, and from there, I just was able to find my groove, find the things that mattered to me, join caucuses, join subcommittees. And it was really cool. Um, I love DSA so much, um, because of its multi-tendency nature, because of the willingness of everyone in the org to, to be experimental and to figure out new ways of doing things. And even when we disagree, we still have a common goal. And I think that that's really important. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that gives me work and maybe some viewers out there. If you're a socialist, if you're a leftist, you're not in an organization. Uh, maybe this is the kick in the pants you need. I don't know. Uh, for me, uh, I know that I want to be involved in DSA in one way or another. If I can't figure out the way to like be boots on the ground or, or you know, uh, sort of like a, a part of the front line or whatever, uh, um, you know, uh, I'm I'm happy giving them my five bucks a month. I I need to do that. And hell yeah. And uh, and and at the same time, I, I don't know. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure out a way to give back, uh, give to leftism. I'm gonna figure out where I fit in. It's gonna take some work. I like this show. I I need to do more of this. Yeah. Just so fun. Thank you again for coming in. Hey. Yeah, um, totally. Let's let's keep plugging along. Then we've talked about uh, what you're up to. Anything else you, that you wanted to inject into this where are they now portion here? Mm, I think that covers everything. Yeah. Well, then we get to talk a little bit more then about your leftward bound journey, uh, which does, I guess, pick up where uh, where where you were chatting about the the DSA. But um, I guess before then, or, or leading into that, or whatever, uh, let's talk about uh, you know your pathway to leftism. And you don't have to define your politics in any way if you don't want to. You're encouraged to. Um, Thank but you. feel free to talk about any aspects of political theory or any experiences that sort of convinced you along the way or sort of, you know, pulled you left, uh, or, you know, one over your heart and mind. Yeah. But, uh, what can yeah. You talk about there? yeah. Yeah. So, so my path is a little bit interesting. Um, I grew up Catholic and so I went to a Jesuit, uh, high school and I learned about liberation theology, which, um, you know, for folks who don't know, it's like sort of the Jesuits' response to the um, to the imperialism that the U.S. was imposing on uh, Latin America um, okay. at the time, and it was sort of like like saying that the idea of a just war would be one fighting imperialism. Mm. Um, 
yeah, and and defending defending the folks on the ground uh, to their autonomy, right? Um, and that's like a very abridged version of it, right? Like this is like this is like following like Jesus or whatever um, to to defend against imperialism um, because that's what Jesus would have done. Um, I left the church uh, when I when I went to college, and then I took a class on like it was like part of my minor in political science was to take a class that was like an intro to Marxism. Oh. And that, like, completely changed my life. Um, just reading, like, Marx with a group of people and, and a professor who was who was not disparaging uh, mm-hmm. communism, who was not, um, uh, yeah. you know, uh, d- speaking poorly about the theory. Um, so from there, I started getting involved in, in uh, supporting union organizing on the on my campus. Um, and I met some folks who were in the IWW. I joined the IWW um, when I was 19. Um, and then uh, from there, I just uh, sort of became um, like more of an anarcho-communist and ANCOM. And, okay. uh, and I you know, continued to organize in different ways. I've done organizing that's run the gamut from like more electoral based work, because I still think that, you know, fighting for those material concessions to allow the workers to mobilize is important to allow the proletariat to to organize um, is critical. But I've also done direct action work. Uh, I've done, you know, mutual aid work. Um, I, you know, have organized with folks across the political left, you know, from more um, Marxist-Leninist communists to all the way, like, you know, like, individualist anarchists who are, like, food not bombs only, you know, which I have mad respect for. Um, and, and, and that's sort of how I ended up at DSA, was because I knew so many people of varying stripes of the left working together. And at that point, I was so burnt out on, like, sectarianism. And, and not to say that doesn't exist in DSA, because obviously yeah. it does. But, but I think, again, like, folks in DSA are way more willing to be dynamic and experimental, even holding as they hold true to their theoretical homes. And I think mm. that that leads to a spontaneity and a um, ingenuity that's critical um, in in mass organizing today. So, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up here. Amazing. Well, <laughs> that's good. That's, lo- that's lovely. Lovely. Um, then we get to move on. Wow. We're making such good time. We'll have uh, more time to chat later. All right. So now that... Uh, you've introduced a, us a little bit uh, about uh, what you do, what you're up to, and uh, you uh, do, excuse me, uh, you are uh, working down, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you do border advocacy, uh, mm-hmm. and you are, you are in the DSA, talked a little bit about that, you are a, a, co- a co-chair, a co-chair? Uh, well, I guess I'm the only chair, I'm used to saying okay. co-chair because we used to have two, now it's just me. <laughs> now, what does that actually? What does that actually mean? So that means you, you're sort of like uh, uh, leadership in in your in your chapter. Yeah, yeah. So like for our, so we have the chapter itself, right? And and I'm sure uh, folks who are in D- larger DSA chapters will will be familiar with this. But so we have the main chapter, right? It's like San Diego, and then you have like sections of it that sort of organize on a smaller capacity. Since yeah. our county is so big, it makes sense to sort of separate that way. Um, so we have a North County branch, and then we have our Metro, like Central San Diego branch. Um, 
I am the chair. Geographically split up. Split up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like you know the issues are different. Um, Yeah. um, We have overarching issues, and then we have like smaller regional issues, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm in the chair of the Metro branch. Um, We are a brand new branch. Our North County branch is actually older than us, Um, and. Part of my duties, I guess, is to uh, facilitate our meetings um, and to kind of help connect people to uh, where where the work is, where the work that they want to do is in the branch, um, connect them to people who are organizing things that they want to be a part of. Um, also, I uh, create original like programming for the branch. Like, so I'll, I'll have trainings or I'll find people to make trainings or um, what we call red talks. Uh, which are like presentations on like different topics, you know, could be anywhere from like direct action or like, you know, who was Eugene Debs, right? Um, So we could do red talks on that. Um, And, and yeah, it's, it's mostly just making sure that chapter, like administrative chapter business is functioning and that, uh, or branch business, excuse me, administrative branch business is functioning and that um, folks are getting where they need to go. That's fascinating. So it, it, it seems like uh, you probably have a certain set of skills along the way that that you you, you felt led you to this place. Um, I'm just sort of thinking about different people who could be like listening and be like, oh, where do maybe I could fit in something like that? Uh, I don't know what types of skills uh, led led into yeah. this. Just regular human people skills, organizing skills. <laughs> I, I think about organizing and I, I I feel overwhelmed at the idea. I'm like, I don't know how to talk to people. I'm very uncomfortable talking to people and getting them to do things that they don't necessarily want to do. But, um, okay. But I don't know. What do you, what, what do you feel like? What, what skills uh, played into this? Yeah. So, um, I would say, I would say that like the main, it's not as bad as you think it is once you're doing it, first of all. So if you ever, um, like if you ever have an inclination to, to want to try to do leadership, you should, Um, because it's not as bad as you think it is. Um, I would say that it's good to be organized. Like, Mm. you know, if you're kind of like a disorganized person, um, you know, figure out ways to make sure that things make sense to you, that you're keeping track of your tasks. Um, if you're a person who likes to, uh, it's not so much leading in the sense of like standing at the, you know, at the, the head of the crowd, it's more like creating channels of engagement for people. So if you're a person who's really into helping people find what they need, which I am, um, then, you know, chapter leadership or branch leadership might be a really great place for you because um, that's the bulk of what you do. Um, you're helping people find find their groove. And, um, you know, it's not so much like talking to massive crowds or like, um, you know, things like that. It's more like just getting to know people and plugging them in real, real easy stuff. <laughs> so, so it's not sexy stuff, which is why you do the hot girl agenda. Indeed. 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 You got to find that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Love your face. Let's move along. All right. So now I think that that gives us a, a little bit more to chew on and give my, give us a, a more of an insight. Let's, let's sort of distill these uh, experiences, your life experience. Uh, feel free to give our audience advice from your life, from your uh, professional, you know, your education from everything that that, uh, that you've come across it, uh, with, and and also your your sort of a uh, your your leftist um, uh, 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 track as well. Yeah, what 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 could we distill for our audience? 
God damn, I'm such a dumbass that no. like I don't know if I'm capable of giving advice, but based on my experience. Yeah. Okay. Like based on my experience, if yeah. if I had to say like okay, like these are things that I think are really really critical. Um number 1, I would say um the power of being able to conduct a conversation uh, in particular and you'll hear this a lot from a lot of different DSA members of all the different caucuses is the one-on-one. If you can do a one-on-one, like you can do anything. And that's just a very basic conversation about organizing um, that ends with an ask. It just ends with, it's it's uh, storytelling, you know? It's very basic. Yeah. Um, but if you can do that, that's gonna unlock so much for you in your organizing work. Um, so So learn it, love it, live it, laugh it. No. Um, yeah. The one-on-one. The one-on-one is key. Um, I would also say... Um, so, hold on. I'm and, so sorry. Just to help me understand. Yeah. The one-on-one, which is you trying to pull someone left. Is that the idea? And then hopefully get them engaged in some sort of an action? Yeah. But it's it's pretty formulaic. It's a very formulaic conversation that hmm. starts with like an intro, um, like a set, you setting the scene with a problem. You yeah. involving that person in the solution and then you having the the call to action to to like solidify it, right? So it's it's Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It seems a little clunky. It's not just like but, you're whining about shit to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, and, you're, and there's you're part of that in power. there too. There's yeah, part I'm, of that in there too, yeah, but like I mean, yeah. It's the propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say like learning that is critical. Um, I would also say um oh. Uh, let's see. I would also say that the other thing that's really important is, is organizing is a marathon, not a sprint. I think I meet a lot of really young organizers who want to do everything all at once and then they get burnt out. Um, we're not trying to carry everything all at once. Um, we're trying to like build a sustainable movement that can, that can grow. Um, and, and that takes time. Um, the final key I think that's really important is make yourself replaceable. Um, and I don't mean nice. this in like a yeah. like a gnarly way. I mean it more like ev- everyone should know an element of how to do the work that you're doing so that if you need to take a break, if you want to step out, if you want to try something else, it's easy for someone else to pick up that work. So that's like a key of being a good organizer is making sure that other people can pick up the work. And those are, those are the things that I would say. That is excellent. Advice, Yezzy. I love it. Thank you, comrade. Of course. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I feel guilty, you know, when people just like take their entire life and think about it and then like give me really good material for content. (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) Let me know what I owe you for it. Um, Amazing. Amazing. Let's move on then. That means we get to move on to the, uh, Oh, we've done be best. That means we get to move on to uh, the leftist inquisition, the questionnaire. Everyone loves it. No one hates it. It's the questionnaire. All right. So uh, let's have some fun here. So the first question is, what's your favorite word, Yessie? Oh, God. My favorite word, it has to be constellation. I say it way too much. Constellation. Constellation. Stars, like stars. Const- constellation. Yeah, but I also, I also use it to refer to like 
organizing. So like when you, when you're part of an organization, it's not yeah. you, like a lot of people think of it as like a singular unit, but really what it is, is a constellation. You've got different nodes of projects and they're yeah. all connected either by like a vision or shared drive or like in more material ways by collaborative work. Um, so it's a constellation. Yeah. It's, it's like a prize, a constellation yeah. prize. Is that, that doesn't sound <laughs> right. uh, Do you have a least favorite word? You could skip um, any of these questions. A least favorite word. Um, God, I hate the word grub. I hate it. Grub. Grub. grub I hate huh? it. I hate it. I like don't in, like in it. In reference to like a, like a little earthworm type thing or what? In any capacity, any, okay. any, any context. I hate it. Do you have a a favorite drug or vice or a guilty pleasure? Okay. You can name one of each if you like. I have so many. I have so many. But um, I think the most recent one lately has been um, my my COVID project was learning about wine. So I got real bougie with it. Uh, it's like drinking, but fancy. So, uh, I started, a I started like a wine Instagram. You did. That sounds great. I a did. wine Instagram. I, yeah. And I just review different bottles of wine and I like, you know, uh, go to do wine halls and like pick up wine or yeah. whatever. And it's, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. I got into cocktails and then I started working behind the bar. Hey. Hey. I think that was my excuse to just drink a lot. I'm like, oh yeah, I just I like cocktails. I'm a cocktail guy. No, yeah. I like to drink. Do you have like <laughs> a like a noise or a sound that you love? Yeah, actually, I actually was really excited about this question. Okay, this is okay. This is really weird, but so imagine like okay, makeup like makeup containers inside of like either a purse or a bag and then you hear the person who owns it like rustling around that like soft plastic almost muffled but like ting 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 sound i i fucking love it like like were they, were they let, clacking against each other in the, in yeah, the yeah yeah i'll let my kid like destroy my makeup because i love that sound and i'm just like whatever who care who care it's a special sound it sounds like an expensive sound really yeah it destroys oh, it like breaks it up right yeah, I mean, but it's inside the case, so it's fine. It's just like, you know, rustle, that rustling around sound is like so good. Um, yeah. Every time I hear a siren, every time I hear a siren, A cab, A cab, A cab. All right. Uh, now, the next question is a sound. No, we've talked about the sounds. We're talking now about reincarnation. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you, uh, we, you know, were able to come back as a different plant or obviously a different animal, you can't be a human, what would it be? Um, so I would probably be like, just based on like the kind of energy I have, I would probably be an alpaca. Yeah. But not a llama? Not a llama. Well, like why? Because my They're neck is too small. short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm tiny. Like, so I want to be like a fluffy little like pony type thing, but I, I don't want to be like, I don't want to lie. <laughs> be a fluffy pony type thing <laughs> you're adorbs okay um next is about you know heaven and god if one day you find out they actually exist what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at you know whatever version of, of your pearly gates that 
that uh, that you might end up at the end of your life. Yeah. What would you like oh to hear them say? Oh my God. Like, oh let's God. turn up. I don't know. Hot girl summer. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. That one's hard. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm so like separated from like the idea of God at this point. I, I think God's other people. So if, if, if God was mm. real, um, like then I would just see like all of these people living their best lives and just like feeling, feeling good. And I think that that for me would be it. And yeah, that's beautiful stuff right there. So let's talk about uh, some leftists. Uh, it says leftist hero. I'm a little, I might change the, the language down the road there, but name an influential leftist or, or someone important to you. And they could be dead or alive. Someone that you'd, you'd love to be able to meet. Yeah. Oh gosh, this, you know what? Um, I'm going to have to say uh, Lucy Parsons. Uh, Lucy, Lucy Parsons. Parsons. Is that ringing a bell? Yeah. Help me out here. Yeah, yeah. So she was uh, she was the wife of Albert Parsons, who was one of the Haymarket Martyrs. Uh, and she actually went on to do like amazing organizing. She was one of the founding members of the IWW. Mm. Um, she was... Um, she was a, a huge labor organizer. She was a, an amazing writer, um, a speaker. Um, she, um, a mom too. She was doing all this as a mom, which, you know, I have a kid and that deeply like resonates with me. Um, so I think I would love to just meet her and just, you know, be like, Hey, like you, you inspired me a lot. Um, you know, to keep going and, and that's valuable. So thanks. Thanks dude. <laughs> beautiful so now now let's say you had the chance to meet them and tell them what you told me today maybe a little bit more about your life anything you feel like maybe you left out that's fine what do you think they think of you what do you think they'd say well I, lucy okay. parsons yeah. yeah lucy parsons so for folks who know lucy parsons um and know know me um i think first of all lucy parsons would be a little bit of a hater on me because um mm. she was she was kind of a prude and i'm very mm -hmm. pro ho so we would clash there but i think uh you know uh i i think beyond that you know i i i'd hope that she would be supportive of the fact that you know by hook or by crook i'm continuing to organize as a parent um and, you know, that that was something that was really important to her, too. So I hope she'd be all right with it. And I don't mind, yeah. you know, uh, throwing hands over the the hoe question because it's worth it. Oh, my gosh. Pro hoe. Pro -ho. Just to be clear, pro hoe means. I don't I don't want to assume what that means. Yes. Oh, oh, like I uh, as a like I am I am pro sex workers and I yeah. think that sex work is yeah. work and I was a former sex worker. So it is important to me. Yeah. Honestly, thank you for spelling that out. I'm sure yeah. I'm certain there are a couple people out there that uh, that appreciated that. Totally. All right. So. All right. Yeah, see, it's it's uh, beautiful to be with you, and and we're we're still alive. We still get to set goals and evolve and change, and uh, maybe reflecting on that. And uh, if you had the the chance to chat with Lucy Parsons again at the very end of your life, what would you love for Lucy Parsons to be able to think uh, about you or say to you then? Oh man, yeah, um. 
I think so she so I again like thinking about her trajectory she organized all the way up until the end of her life like until she was like hella old um and I hope that I'm doing the same and so I hope that she's like right on it's good to see other you know uh femmes of color continuing to organize until they're hella old so I mean of course she'll say it in an old-timey way right like an old-timey Chicagoan way but uh I don't know what that is because I'm a current time Californian. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, that does bring us to the end of my portion of the leftist inquisition. Yazi, thank you for sharing all of that. It's good to be able to get to know you and chat with yeah. you. Um, this is what I consider the first round of our chat. And hopefully we could do round two and more down the road where we can I'd have love you on. To. And- and uh and and maybe have some red chats uh uh and uh and you can uh, uh show your your based lefty side to my chat and uh, and help me and and other new lefties uh along uh, as we as we need mentorship and we need guidance and and we need thoughtful big brained big heart people like you so thank you again oh thank you yeah, yeah you i had so much fun Oh, great. So the best part is we still have some time left in terms of, uh, you know, uh, how much uh, how much time like I have left. I do have another interview in 30 minutes. But this is your chance now to ask me any questions, anything that's uh, on your mind, concerns, uh, questions. And and if there's anything in chat, uh, chat, this is your uh, anyone in chat that uh, wants to ask Yessi any questions, uh, they will go ahead and peek at them and uh, Yezzy, if you see anything you like you can answer it if you don't want to answer it uh, just just ignore it that's what i do i just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> um well i well i want to ask you uh okay. dan the um the same question uh so, oh. so who is a leftist that inspired you like um uh kenzo shibata you know um uh, i've recently been inspired by uh big dick Richard uh, Richard uh, Wolf, uh, he sort of blew my mind with the concept of labor exploitation and uh-huh. realizing that my entire life I've been stolen from. Yeah, uh, li- quite literally, uh, and it's a fucking mind blowing thing to realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person who's been inspiring me is David Graeber. Uh, I love Graeber. Uh, rest uh, in peace. Rest in peace. His bullshit jobs. Uh, uh, it was just like the article version that I read. That was fantastic. And now I'm reading Debt. I'm taking a really long time. I don't read a lot. I'm not a based, well, well-read well leftist. Mm-hmm. I became a Marxist by watching YouTube videos. And I'm oh, literally yeah. here to prove that you can do that. Uh, Get it where for, you can. For better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now now I got to dig in. I got to I gotta research more. I got to read more. I got to learn. Th- I got to read theory. But um, more importantly, I've... I've, I've learned from my mentor i consider uh kenzo shibata to be you know a mentor to at least a degree Mm -hmm. Uh, and the concepts that he learned from his mentor the late karen lewis uh of uh when taking any course of action asking yourself does this build unity does this build power does this build strength uh Mm -hmm. and that's the, the spirit that I reached out to you and, and the, the, the very idea behind this channel uh, and the show and, and the idea is I want to learn more and do more good things and less bad things. We had Kenzo on the other day to do a media training, sort of blew my mind with a lot of different concepts. So and, awesome. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, but 
you know, the more that I learn, I, the more that I, what I realize what I want is, is a stateless, uh, moneyless society where people own the means of their own production mm. and their, their, their labor's not being exploited. Um, and, uh, I guess that's called communism and I'm not sure why I brought that up to be quite honest, but, um, no, you know, that's oh, cool. I would, I would realize that, uh, no, like Marx didn't invent communism. Um, uh, uh, fucking Lenin didn't do it. David Graeber, uh, Wolf, like none of the, you know, uh, we got to think about our indigenous, uh, mm -hmm. comrades out there that are just sort of like shaking our heads every time we're talking about Marx as if he fucking invented it. Right. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's where I have room for growth. And, and I, I bet uh, a lot of my chat does too, uh, because they're on a similar journey as I am. Uh, that's I don't really know. Cool. That's, that's a lot there. I just, I just answered a lot. No, that's really awesome. And I think like, it's really, uh, wise of you. It's really wise of you to kind of like frame it that way. And I think, you know, um, I, I've read a bunch of Marx. Like I ended up doing my, uh, minor in political science on Marxist theory and like specifically Marxist theory from a, uh, anti-colonial framework. So that means reading a lot of Fanon, reading a lot of Cesare, like that sort of thing. Uh, Cabral. Um, and, uh, uh, I think the really cool thing about Marxism like thinking about Marxism as a as like a theoretical place, a theoretical home, is that it 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 builds upon itself. And so when folks, I I, I don't know, when folks like reify any sort of uh, component, like if you if you like say like oh this is the ultimate, you know, then then you're kind of like that's the antithesis of like a a, a Marxist approach. I think okay. uh, uh, that's one humble uh, uh, Marxist position um but uh but yeah i think that's really cool i'm a i'm a left baby um left and baby. it's by surrounding myself with people like yezi like kenzo that uh have sort of helped to learn perhaps you know my, my place in in whatever movement we have here so i try to bring on people with a diverse set of voices you know just not my own i'm, I'm tired of hearing my own voice sometimes um that's so good though yeah my voice? Oh, thank you. Yeah. I love to sing. I guess I love really? my own voice, don't I? <laughs> I Wait, you can sing? Oh my gosh. Did you not know I used to be like a Johnny Cash tribute artist? What? No, I did not know this. I was a music Amazing. teacher in Chicago. That's how I got to know Chicago, uh, Kenzo. When they shut, uh, uh, when, um, when Rahm Emanuel shut down 50 schools in, in one fell swoop. Uh, I was a I was a full time high school music teacher in Chicago public schools at that time, and that's when I became aware of Kenzo. He was just sort of this Twitter god to me at the time. And years <laughs> years later, we would go on to make the uh, the show that we do now, Meet the Left. No, I've not heard dancing. I am oh, very. I love to sing. Yeah. Oh man. Can uh, you sing I'll, for us right now? What do you want? Oh my gosh! So I do Johnny Cash. <laughs> just pick a Johnny Cash song, and I'll just. Oh do God! It. I don't know. Just do it. Just do one. I don't know your favorite. I one. fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. Well, there's I no reverb. I felt that in my chest. Wow. I love to sing. I love wow, to sing. that was beautiful. Oh my gosh! I, like, thank you. Thank you for letting me show like, up. <gasps> Oh my yeah, that, goodness. That's like, that's what I'm good at. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I'm like on stream being super vulnerable all day, being baby leftist, not knowing shit about shit. People in my chat are, are always like, Dan, no, you need to, you need to know this. They always call me out. And, uh, 
Yeah. That's what I'm good at. I should do more of that. You're right. Hell yeah. That was beautiful. I'm oh, like, thank you. Do you do you play other instruments? Like do you besides singing, do you just like a little guitar, a little ukulele, <laughs> a little bit of piano and percussion and uh, but nothing anything especially good. I'm I'm mainly a singer. Yeah. That's awesome. I that love to sing. So, I've done it my whole one. life. I was like a choral musician. Wow. But, um okay. Any questions? Orange Blossom special. Hey, no, we're not going to do that one. Hey, yonder <laughs> coming, coming down that railroad track. Hey, I can't remember the words. Okay, um, that's one. We, he's actually an, an especially good uh, uh, harmonica player. They'll they'll call it the harp. He was actually really good. He would like have two harmonicas and like switch them off. It was Holy amazing. Shit. Yeah, he was really cool. Um. Any questions from chat for Yezzy? And Yezzy, we have plenty of time. I'm not, I don't need to kick you off, but you're also, if you got to go, you got to go. Um, any questions for me? Anything you want to chat about? Anything let's, else on your mind? Let's see. Um, do you have any pets? I feel like I know this, but maybe I don't. Uh, have we talked about this? I have two cats. Two cats! I have two adorable cats. And, um... One is Brewster, and he's our old boy, and he's so sweet. And uh, and then we have a young girl, Yoshimi, and she's a little terrorist, and she's really the star <laughs> of the show. She's the star of this of this uh, the show. I'm surprised she hasn't taken over and uh, ruined it in some way. Uh, but yeah, we have two kittens. Um, I'm probably allergic to them, but you know it, they just improve my life so much that I don't give a fuck. I love them. I feel that. I feel yeah, that. How about you? I, have- I, I saw your kitten in the background. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I actually, I have three cats. Um, I know, I know. Yeah, uh, we have, the oldest is Fanon, Nani. Um, She's like eight. Um, And then we have Luxembourg, Lux, we call her Lux, um, and she's three. And then we have the baby, who's barely going to be one in June, and her name is Vanzetti. We call her Zetti. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love the little fur babies. Yeah. They're so good. I, I literally so can't imagine living without them. They terrorize us every single fucking day, but it's so worth oh, it. Oh, for somehow. sure. I don't get it. For sure. They figured us out <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, how about this? We'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um, Again, we've invited you in the spirit of building leftist unity, strength, and power in the same spirit. Thank you very much for sharing your story, your life tips, and, uh, and, and and we got to know you a little bit. That was very nice. Awesome. Thanks so much yeah. for having me. Um, oh and, you know, if anyone has any questions about yeah. organizing or how to get involved, my messages are open. Um, I'm always down to help uh, new folks get connected. So let me know. That's great. All right, Yessie. Thank you so much. Love your face. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye now. All right. Bye. All right. Oh, it's okay. That's okay. Nothing's... Nothing's, nothing's really broken. It's not actually broken. Hey, YouTube. You're watching a clip from my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Simpson, where you can follow for free and subscribe for only $5 a month. Thanks for watching.